0: Everybody, welcome to episode forty-one of Let's Unpack That: A Literary and Media Analysis Podcast, specifically focused on Berserk right now. I'm uh, one of your hosts, Cheval. Um, depending on which recording we use, uh, this is my best friend and other co-host, uh, and in Cal. This one. Yes, yes, he's 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 in one of these other. If there's more than two boxes on your screen right now, close the window. Something has gone wrong. Um, <laughs> this <laughs> Our is um
1: secret. Third host, <laughs> exactly.
0: It's it's the third host that's always watching us. It was just funny because I think most most podcasts do have like a producer watching sometimes, but we are the producers, so yeah, um, we're not out. fancy
1: enough yet. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no Maybe but.
1: someday, but probably
0: not. <laughs> so someday, someday, we're gonna we're gonna change the cover art one day too. That is something we've also talked about yes. as well. Um, but no, um, this is a big episode for us. The episode literally starts with a chapter called Eclipse, so you guys know what. Fucking time it is. Um Yeah, so we got we got plenty of stuff you know, to talk up? about before that. It is episode forty one, right before we hit record. I <laughs> I was joking with Cal. I was like, look, we did this on purpose. Episodes yes. one through forty are golden age, no eclipse, and then eclipses like come on guys, we do this all for you.
1: So good Yeah, at timing.
0: So good at it.
1: Planned? It's yeah. fine.
0: No, um, but as far as talking about things that aren't Berserk, which I know is the best part of the podcast um, to everybody who listens to it, um, yes. Pikmin came out, and I want to know what you think of it, because I know you guys have probably been fucking smashing yes. through it since it came out on Friday. So
1: Yes, um, I am very enamored with it. I honestly think it's a good Pikmin if you have not played Pikmin at all and you are considering getting into it, because I know for me when I played the first Pikmin like back on the GameCube, when I was like eight or nine or something i was baby <laughs> i might have been younger damn that's weird This it and came guys, out like 2001
0: um, or 2 or something like that
1: so, yeah, yeah i think i was like nine years old no seven i would have been seven or eight yeah um i'm so fucking old anyways <laughs> um there's like a 30 day limit before like in-game day not like rts like that would be it's nuts happening like constantly yeah. <laughs> um where you, like, will run out of oxygen and supplies, basically, and die if you don't get off the planet. And that's very stressful for a child, I don't <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, I don't think most <laughs> kids so would like that. Else. Um else.
1: But this one, like, you still have your, like, daytime limit and stuff. So, like, because what happens in Pikmin, if you don't know, is at nighttime you go back to your ship because then there's a lot... Of like monsters that come out at the end of the day that you don't normally encounter. They're more aggressive so you need to get like all your Pikmin on oh. and if you leave any behind they get eaten. And so you have to get like everyone back to Oh that's shit. fucking
0: hilarious. Oh yeah. it's like a horror game. That's amazing. Yeah I know.
1: In the first Pikmin you can like hear them like eating your pikmin and just, it's like the smash ultimate like the smash super
0: oh that Olimar. thing yeah okay, yeah it's okay. a
1: little more animated in that one but yeah that's kind of the gist of it and you're just like yeah cool and i have not played two or three i will admit they're they've been on my list for a while but it's not one i've gotten to i also haven't played the DS one, and I do not have the phone game that steals all your personal data. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. All your biometrics. I thought about it briefly, and then I was like, don't do that. No Pokemon
0: um, sleep? But, Come on. What you doing? No, get, go, just
1: put the pig in your pocket. It's fine. The, get it in um, your pocket.
0: It's, it's just cute. Put, just put it in the
1: pocket. <laughs> Anyways, um, you give him a hat and shit. But, uh, yeah, with four... You still have that daytime limit, but there doesn't seem to be a limit on days, because you also have some night expeditions, which function differently than the daytime ones. It's kind of interesting. Oh, that's Zach so that compares it to StarCraft a lot. <laughs> it's very funny. Um, it, is,
0: it is, like, because yeah. that's that's what... I feel like if somebody told me this earlier, I would have been more into Pikmin, Pick- but that is what it is, basically, right? It's like mm-hmm. an RTS... But like a Nintendo's version of an RTS, which doesn't mean it's like yeah. bad. It's just like it's more accessible and it's really, really fun. Is yeah. kind of yeah.
1: The nighttime version is more of like a defend the tower kind of situation. Oh, so hell yeah. you So it's like more like a traditional RTS in some senses. Um, Zach really likes doing those bits, but it's a lot more intuitive than the first game. There's a lot better controls with it the first ones are a little jank sometimes (laughs) and they've improved like how you build things and stuff because in the first game you just kind of like put pikmin in a place and they would like build a bridge with the supplies that were there or they would like knock down a wall very slowly a lot of the time (laughs) and a lot of that took like later on it could take like five to ten minutes and you would have to like leave your pikmin there and then go off and do something else and then come back um and it's kind of the same but you have materials this time that you like send pikmin to like go back to your ship and they go back and forth and so it still takes a while but it's not as long so like the the progression's a little bit easier in it and i think for like newer players it's a little more intuitive um that's but fun. i'm really i'm really liking it a lot i think the story is very fun and silly i think the new pikmin they introduced are really fun um they have like ice pikmin and there's these little like glow-in-the-dark pikmin and stuff there's Aww. a lot of very cute shit in it i won't spoil too much but you can also like kind of customize your uh rescuer in it, which is cool. Nintendo's like, oh, you guys like customization
0: <laughs> options
1: for it, and I'm uh, That's fun. not like. I will say I'm impressed, but I've been pleasantly a little bit surprised by like. The like NPCs that they're at are that they have are like relatively diverse. Like there's a lot of different. They're not just like all That's white fun. Pikmin or whatever. But all they're all of like, them are with different yeah. haircuts. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> there's they give you four different body types and there's like a bunch of skin tones and stuff too that you can choose from. And so you're like, oh cool, like I can do this for my own. But there's a lot of other Pikmin that like utilize that feature, I guess too. That's so fun. like they they made use of it. It wasn't just like oh. You can do this, but these are all white. Just, yeah. You know. yeah. Um, <laughs> just so.
0: wink. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah.
1: Which makes sense because it's also like these are people from like different planets and shit, too. So oh, it's that's not just, cool. like your planet or whatever. Because what happens is Olimar sends out like a distress signal because he crashes fucking ship again.
0: Again? And, yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah. Then your rescue crew goes and then they crash so you're like trying you're going to save them basically because like you're the only person left on base and you're like a rookie and you're like well
0: oh that's i guess i
1: have to go do this now (laughs) um that's so fun that's kind of a good like starter like what i mean like in the sense of they explain everything because you're like a starter person you're a rookie they're explaining you the rope so it doesn't feel like super contrived or anything but also when he sent out the signal like a bunch of other people were like oh What's this planet? I'm gonna go check it out. And so you start oh, finding God. people, and <laughs> one one of the guys you find at first who is on the rescue squad, he's like, "These aren't rescue squad people. This <laughs> is just like a civilian." And you're like, "What?" <laughs> and so you start finding all these civilians, and not like your pilot. That's and so shit. funny. And you're like, "Where the fuck is he?" And every single time you're like, "Is this my pilot?" And it's like. No, it's this botanist guy that came to check out the plants here. I'm like, what the fuck are you? Oh, doing that's great,
0: here? Uh, and what that's what you... I like about Pikmin. It's so it's it's goofy. I haven't actually it's played more than like a demo. I played the demo for three. I played the demo mm-hmm. for four, and then I think I played like literally all demos. I think like there's like a GameCube demo yeah. disc or some shit like that back in the day or something, but. Yeah. It's it's very like goofy, which I do appreciate, yeah. and I didn't I didn't expect it to stick around as long as it has because I remember when the yeah. first one came out and I was like, oh, this is this is cool. Like it seems like they put a lot of marketing into it. I remember so many Pikmin right. ads back in the day, um, at least for the first one only. So it was but... like
1: a new thing for Nintendo. They didn't yeah. like have a lot of shit like this. So. There wasn't a lot
0: of new stuff. It was Miyamoto specifically. Like it was like his little pet project. Like yeah. He was, like, very hype about it, which he's been doing it before, too. He's done a lot of presentations for it and stuff. But, yeah, no, I like it. I mean, listen, it's one of the only newer, newer-ish things Nintendo's done in the past, like, 20-ish years. I, I like it. I haven't. I, I yeah. want to play them, so I think I might start with this one or, um, you know, pick up I three think... or something like that. But, yeah. Yeah.
1: I think you could start with this one. Yeah. Um... I did see a friend say that 3 was kind of hard, because it was on the Wii U, and it, like, mm. utilized, like, the touchpad or something on it uh... as well, and so it was, like, a little bit jank for her, but I haven't played 3, so I don't know, but I and do know... it's on Switch, know... too,
0: so I, I do wonder yeah. how it's changed, yeah.
1: They probably adapted it at least a bit, but also, if you're interested in the early ones, anyone... Also, Siobhan. one and two is bundled on the switch for like 30 bucks or something yeah
0: like, they cheap. they stealth dropped that like a week or two ago. they never really said it was happening i don't think it just kind of came yes. out on the store
1: they like mentioned it briefly at the end of the demo uh, oh, wait, oh the demo okay. announcement uh in the treehouse <laughs> or whatever because they were like here's the demo coming out also you can get one and two if you would like and it's, it's cheap, like, and I was like, oh, cool. cool." I'll probably yeah. play that, like, after we beat this, like, three times, but... Um, yeah, and 30 bucks yeah. isn't
0: bad for two no. full-length games, right? Like, I don't know, yeah. I, think that, I don't think that's... I mean, it's better than what, like, what was the Super Mario collection? It was, like, three old-ass games oh for God, 60 bucks, but... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did you see, like, my eyes yes, over, like... Yes, <laughs> yes, it's
0: like, mm-hmm, I remember that, no.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, I sure so, do remember.
0: very glad that Pikmin is out, mostly because I've seen, like, people just get more and more hype for it as it's... Because I think 4, specifically, has been, like, in the works for a long time. Like, people have been like, okay, like, we need the fourth one, like, please give us a fourth one, so...
1: Yeah, people are waiting because, like... The DS one, I heard it was pretty fun, but I think it's, like, kind of a different format. And then Pikmin Go is just Pokemon Go, but with Pikmin, basically. Yeah, it's just so not it's not the same just, thing. You know, it's, like, it encourages you to walk and steals your biometrics, and that's about it. You can, like, mm, give them a flower yummy. hat
0: delicious put a
1: piece of bread on one of their heads that was my icon for a while it was like a yellow Pikmin with a head that's was... a baguette or something that's cute uh, <laughs> uh
0: they're so cute so
1: fucking hard yeah it's uh, just they're adorable. it's a very like charming game it's very quirky in a way that isn't annoying and i just think like I think a lot of people would like four, honestly, because you have, like, a companion with you, too, because you have Ochi running around oh, with nice. you as well. So it, the first one really does feel lonely and kind of, like, overwhelming because it's intended to. It's supposed it's, like, to. Like, you, crash, you crash yeah. landed on this planet and you don't know what the fuck's going on. You don't know if you're going to die or not. And also there's these little aliens (laughs) that, like, follow you around now, which is cool. But, like, now you're responsible for them. And, like, it's, you know, it's, like, a lot of pressure in that game. And I feel like they've done a good job at, like, balancing the mechanics that, like, make a Pikmin game. And make it, like, a little bit stressful still, a little hard. Like, it is still sad when you lose Pikmin in battle and stuff like that. But also, I think it's a little more beginner-friendly in the sense that, like, it's not as overwhelming because they kind of introduce things to you and you have, like, a crew that you're with.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: It's just a little more fleshed out and, like, makes sense because Olimar's gone on, like, several trips back and forth to this planet at this point. Um,
0: and, that's, yeah. and that's cool because I, I feel like, I don't know, sequels are tricky with video games because, like, mm-hmm. people get really thrown off by sequels because, you know, you feel like you have to play the first oh, three, four, five games. Like... Um, this happens every time a new Final Fantasy comes out. I love it. Every every time a new Final Fantasy comes out, somebody's like, Which ones do I need to play first? And everybody's like, You don't need to play it. You, don't you, have you can to. just play he this one. Play. None of them are related. They have they're related in the sense they have same similar objects and stuff like that, but like you're not gonna be lost if you didn't play Final Fantasy seven back in fucking yeah. nineteen ninety seven, right? So Like there's callbacks,
1: yeah. but it's not like you're gonna be like i don't know who this character is i don't know what's happening here I yeah what's what going on
0: like, yeah you should hide stuff in there that like rewards people who've played before or whatever but like i don't yeah, know it's kind of hard yeah. to straddle that line without alienating anybody trying to <laughs> jump into yeah. the series and i feel like nintendo I did a good job what, with that great. and sorry that and splatoon uh pikmin and splatoon yeah. have done a really good job with like
1: you splatoon don't especially. Need
0: to play them yeah
1: and, like, I mean, you could still play the other two Splatoons, technically, because, like, the servers are still up somehow.
0: Mm-hmm. Somehow. we take
1: note. Um, but, uh, like, they're not, like, supported anymore, but, like, people do still play on them because they prefer, like, those versions, those iterations of Splatoon. Yeah. So, like, if you wanted to, you could go back and do all the story modes and, like, play with people on there like especially if you join like a discord server it's, i think mm-hmm. especially splatoon one is more of a discord game uh it's where more, like yeah, you so. have to find people but um yeah it's i don't know like splatoon does a really good job at it i feel like uh, i feel like games that like do easter eggs well that's where like that's kind of the sweet spot right where you yeah. can like
0: yeah, in yeah things that
1: people are like oh i i remember that and yeah. that's important that's cool or like that was a guy i really liked a lot that's cool and like yeah i th- think in splatoon 3 them adding like um you know the first area and i'm assuming they're going to add like perla marina's area at some point yeah too. yeah like i think that's really cool too cuz you're now traveling between these cities and it's like oh these are these places i went before it's kind of weird how small it is now like compared yeah. to what <laughs> we have now it's just i don't know it's cute it's cool references and like how the, like, uh Splatfests, like, all sync up with each other and stuff. It's, yeah. It's a cool, it's a cool thing with that. With Pikmin, I feel like a lot of it is just, like, remembering the Pikmin themselves, and then, like, you get bits of Olimar's journals throughout mm. it, so it's like, oh, I'm kind of, like, following his footsteps. Oh, that's as fun. As he's, like, traveled through stuff, so. Yeah, I don't know. It's really good. I, I definitely recommend Pikmin 4 if you've been considering it and, like, you like stuff that's like it's like an organization and prioritization game really yeah, more than anything. Like resource
0: management type shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love Very that much, shit. Yeah. Oh, I love that.
1: It's really good. <laughs> it's a disease. <laughs> um, yeah. They have these fun like kind of mini fights in them called like Dandori battles and basically you're fighting against like someone like another person with their Pikmin and oh, that's you're trying cool. to like resource manage better than them so that you can get more items back to your ship basically that's cool and like whoever got the like most weight at the end that's the person who wins so it's it's a really interesting like little like practice tool almost because it's like fun and it gamifies it but it's also like oh i can actually like use this when i'm like just running around, playing and
0: shit. your game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so cool. I don't know. It's
1: fun.
0: I've I've always kind of been curious about Pikmin, so I might pick this one up. I've I've instead been playing um, a game totally not inspired by Berserk at all. Um, Final Fantasy XVI. Um, <laughs> super. Uh, I I I love Final Fantasy sixteen. I will say I like this game a lot more than I was expecting to. Um, that's good.
1: It,
0: it, mostly because of the action based combat stuff is really good, mm-hmm. but also. I'm confused, because I remember people being like, this isn't a Final Fantasy game. This is the most Final Fantasy-ass Final <laughs> Fantasy game I've ever played. All of, like, just the story beats, how they handle mm-hmm. side quests, how characters speak to each other, how they do all the like, how everything kind of flows. It mm-hmm. reminds me, like, the first time I played, like, 10, or even parts of 7, right? Like, it, it's a good game. Right. It's it's a fun game. That's but, good. yeah, I, I think that what makes it interesting, though, is I've seen a lot of people compare it to, like, Game of Thrones and stuff like yeah. that which well, i don't because
1: george R. R. martin worked on it and by that i mean they like consulted him or something are you some kidding me no they announced that like when they first announced final fantasy 16 and that's why a lot of people make that association even though it's not anything like a george yeah. R. Martin book
0: so i'm looking it up and apparently like there was a joke that yoshida made earlier that was like yeah, haha, he should have worked on it with this. Yeah, I don't know. That's so funny. I didn't... Anyway, I don't see yeah, it at anyways. all. There's nothing There's nothing in this game that reminds me of Game of Thrones. So if you're somebody who's kind of thrown off by that, I would say give it a shot, because no, I don't know what people are talking about. Yeah. Um. And this is... And my perspective is I've read, like, the first five Game of Thrones books and then gave up, um, because I know he's not going to make a seventh one. And I watched, I like, the first... Got five. Dude, it was a struggle. I, the, for, the fourth yeah. one, it, there were some. I'm not gonna lie, I like a couple of them a lot, but that last those last couple, I was like, oh boy, I'm, I'm out of here. That's, the third one's the best, anyway. Um, yeah, so it's it's a lot of the story beats are very like I, I don't know. People are giving this, this game a lot of credit for things that are like, oh, they're changing the way they do all the stuff, and it's more about royalty stuff. And I'm like, no, this is just Final Fantasy storytelling. Like none of this is like that foreign to me. As yeah. like a Final Fantasy player, like I feel like it's because like you know, it's got like the um, I don't even know what period you would call it if you're going like based off the of history stuff, but like it's got like the, you know the kingdoms everybody uses like really like yeah. like swords. It's, it's like, kind of like Berserk-ish time period, honestly. Like around it's medieval. that medieval, it's like, medieval. like medieval. There
1: Western you go. medieval fantasy kind of yeah. thing. From what I saw, I watched Zach play. Some of it, mm-hmm. it does not seem like my thing at all. But I also understand why people like it yeah. so much, and like especially if you like, um, you know, fighting mechanics and like Devil May Cry and stuff. I get why you would like this a lot. Personally, oh, yeah. I watched Zach do a fight, and I was like, I have no idea what the fuck uh, is going on. So much and button I don't mashing know that I, I want to. Uh, so much but, button
0: mashing, it's great.
1: But I also have not played Devil May Cry or Bayonetta or anything like that, so that's.
0: Bayonetta sure I
1: would enjoy um, it if i played but Bayonetta
0: developers worked on this game too so yeah, yeah. a, lo- a um, lot of Bayonetta I'm not
1: surprised a lot of
0: but... a, lot, a lot of Bayonetta influence a lot of Devil May Cry influence mm-hmm. um a lot of the just the games the monsters are
1: cool yeah. I like the monsters
0: That's yeah no the monster all standard final fantasy like see final fantasy is just cool that's all i have to yeah. say about this game <laughs> final it's fantasy cool any I, I see a lot of people talk about final fantasy is like oh it's so um The storytelling and it's one of the oldest uh, RPGs and nah bro that shit's just cool they got big ass monsters that break each other's necks and shit um this one has a couple more curse words in it and there's like half a sex scene in it so people are trying to act which which makes me which makes me like kind of laugh at like how people remember some of these games i did see a tweet that was like in a few different reviews i read that were like Mm -hmm. we're losing final fantasy because now they're trying to be mature and edgy and i'm like did you play the last like eight final fantasy games (laughs) yeah because genocide happens in several of them there's religious persecution there's like yeah uh, sex, uh, trafficking in Final Fantasy Seven. Fifteen has a bunch of shit from what I've heard. I actually know nothing about 15 yeah. I've never, I've never played it. I just I wasn't into F- FF around on that chunk- time.
1: I played a chunk of it with Zach and Sasha, and I do not remember shit about it. I can, I'm <laughs> gonna be really honest with you. I remember, like, driving around in the car and getting to, like, the seaport, and that's, like, literally all Amazing. I remember. Um... <laughs> i i enjoyed like part of it but i i'm not a huge like jrpg kind of person in general and like 15's a little different because it's kind of it was more like kingdom heartsy it wasn't as devil may cry with its like Mm -hmm. movements and stuff but that's why like if people surprised with 16 kind of like threw me off because like i feel like they've been moving in a direction away from like traditional jrpgs for a little bit now Mm -hmm. um i did i i think after you finish you should talk to zach about it because he had some interesting insights on it because he really enjoyed it like he's literally doing Mm -hmm. his like new game plus and stuff now but he had some like specific, like, not gripes with it, but, like, some specific things where he was like, I didn't like this as much, but I still like the game, but, like, this specifically was, like, interesting to me that they chose yeah. to do it this way, so um, I'm, but, yeah, whenever you finish you should talk about it with him. But.
0: No, I will because I'm, I'm waiting for, I'm about, I'm almost halfway through with the game, and for people who've played Final Fantasy before, there's a point in a couple of, this is funny because Persona games do this too, that's kind of where they got it from, mm-hmm. there's a point in the game where the plot goes, like, ethereal, like, the plot starts, the plot goes beyond, like, whatever the original plot was. Like, mm-hmm. I think 10 is, like, Titus is like, who am I? Why am I here? And then by, the, like, you know, the last, like, third of the game, it's like, you must defeat God. There is nothing else happening. <laughs> like, so I'm waiting for that point to happen in this game. It's almost there, because mm-hmm. they introduced Ultima and stuff like that. Like,
1: oh, yeah. it wasn't
0: it wasn't so much about, um you know, if you haven't played it so far, you know, just... Play the demo, see if it works for you. I think the demo is a good setup for it, and it's still available. But yeah, like the original plot is really like interesting, keeps me wanting to play it. But I'm like, okay, but when does the weird shit happen? Like when does like the part where like half the world explodes and then God shows up and says, "Now give me your strongest warriors." So I'm, I'm waiting for that part. But so far, what I've seen so far as far as story beats, um, I really love what they did with Sid in this game. I like Sid a lot. Sid's really really cool. Um, and as far as a protagonist. Clive is solid. I think he fits in right alongside, like, Cloud and all those other guys, too. I, mm-hmm. I really like... Uh, even though I thought he looked really generic until I, like, actually started playing the game. And I was like, okay, you kind of look generic, but I like you. I, I, I dig you, man. He fits he fits right in alongside all the other anime-haired dudes. But, yeah, um, yeah I, I I do enjoy where Final Fantasy is going. I've just been kind of baffled by a lot of, like, the opinions I've seen about, like, this is the least Final mm-hmm. Fantasy game ever. When, now, I've actually, like, went and played a little bit of the 7 demo again, the remake demo, and I'm like, no, this is what they've been going for. Like, it's just... Yeah. It's... And and the thing is that it still requires strategy, that's the thing I don't think that people are, like, aren't talking about, is that, like, there's not, like, you know, elemental weaknesses or whatever, but there's, like, you need to know where the opening points are, you need to know what their weak points are, you need to know, like, you still have to have good reactions, it's not just, like, mindlessly mashing square, Mm -hmm. because if you do that, you're gonna die. So... That's, yeah. but it's also not as hard as like Double May Cry or Bayonetta, is another thing, too. Because Devil May Cry is a bitch, but this game has not made me so <laughs> mad that I've like thrown my controller yet or anything. Um, but I'm also only on my first playthrough, so I know that Final Fantasy yeah. mode might change that. Because I know that after you beat the game, harder modes unlock and all that stuff. Yeah. So I'm thorough, as somebody who's not like, I consider myself not like a huge fan of Final Fantasy, even though they're like, mm-hmm. I've beat. Most of the games I've beat have been final, were Final Fantasy games up until a certain point, <laughs> so yeah, I think I've beat I beat nine, ten, and I think thirteen, thirteen two,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and then there was like this PSP one that got released on PS4. I think I beat that one too. I don't know. I, I'm 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 the I, I say I'm not a Final Fantasy fan, but I've played a lot of them, and this one like is among the top ones that i've played i'm not gonna say like you know oh it's better than ten or seven because ten's like my favorite but yeah a lot of a lot of the criticism i see is like very uninformed because it's like it's it's darker than all the other ones and i'm like what are you, bro? All I think one of them starts with a guy like bombing a place and then like going home to have sex with his girlfriend or something. Like, I think that's literally how like Final Fantasy 4 starts or something. So I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't know what you got. Like, yeah, it was little pixel people, but like, that's yeah. what was happening. Like, I don't, so right. I don't know.
1: I mean, like, seven was pretty dark too, from what I yes. remember <laughs> when I played of it. And yeah. like, I don't know. I, all of 14, like, I mean is like a fucking saga to get through, but a lot yeah. of the stories are like very serious and deal with a lot of like big things and the and from what Zach has told me. I will say that watching some of the boss fights in sixteen, I was like you can tell Final Fantasy Fourteen like boss developers worked on this. Oh,
0: that's what um, everybody's telling me. That's all I've seen yeah. online. Yeah.
1: Because I was like, oh, this is like watching Zach do that because I also have no idea what the fuck is going on in Final Fantasy fourteen Fights. Um, and I played, I played like a solid chunk of it during COVID. Like the beginning, obviously. Not yeah. like, I didn't get super far, but I played like, I would say like a good 30, 40 hours at least or something. Right. I don't know. Um, and like, I remember doing some of like the raids and stuff and getting in there and being like, I'm glad y'all know what we're doing because I, I have no idea what the fuck is going yeah. on. Um, and that's just kind of the final 14, Final Fantasy 14 experience, where it's like you go into something for the first time and you're like, I don't know what's happening, but like your group does, and so you learn from your group. Yeah, which is fine. I think M- that's
0: MMORPGs, cool. yeah. yeah, yeah, that's just
1: how it works. But like at the same time, I'm just kind of like, man, I don't know what the fuck's going on, and also. There's a lot
0: of waiting in this, and I don't know that I enjoy it. We are officially in the eclipse, everybody. It it happened. If you guys don't remember what happened last time, I'll do a really quick recap. Um, But uh, we are post um, the reawakening of Wild. (laughs) When Wild decided he wanted to wake back up.
1: Wild part two. Um,
0: and embarrass Griffith and also be like, please, I don't want to die. Wah. So after that happened and um, our boy uh, Nosferatu Zod came through and gored him and then left without answering any questions. Um, just Zod things. Yeah, just just Zod stuff. Uh, the, the band of the hawk had some time to rest. Um, Pretty much right after... Um, casca had to let everybody know like hey um griffith is yes griffith is disabled and he can't do anything right now so like i don't know what you got like yeah i haven't been hiding it from you but it also hasn't come up yet because we've been on the run right. so yeah it, it is what it is right so but it's I didn't very say it,
1: but also you know we're busy
0: yeah there was some other shit happening we were getting chased by a demon and having to set traps and she also got her, all her clothes ripped off and then suddenly found a bunch of new ones so yeah, a lot a lot of stuff happened. <laughs> so after this somber, you know, realization, you know, you know, of course, we have Corkus losing his goddamn mind, with all the usual mm-hmm. things. Um, the band of the Hawk kind of just go. Okay, I guess we'll go our separate ways. Everybody try to figure it out. Um, but not before, you know, Casca and Guts have to have their little moment where they're like, no, I need you to go with me. No, please, you need to do your own thing. Blah, blah, blah. All while yeah. um, Griffith is watching and being like, I, I don't like this. I don't like this. I hate this. I hate this. <laughs> don't talk about this in front of me. And um, in the next chapter, while Casca was busy bandaging him up, he basically tried to assault her, kind of trying to reclaim his power. We talked about this a lot more last episode. So um, go ahead and turn that back on if you want some more explanations about that. Um, Kaska's very, you know, taken aback by it. Uh, Guts even asked her about it after his conversation with Judo, where Judo's like, hey, you gotta go do your own thing. Um, you already left the band of the Hawk. You can let us go. It's okay. Like, we don't hate you or anything, but like, you gotta do your own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he all, oh yeah, I forgot. He also has a very somber moment with all his dudes where they're like, please let us go with you. We love you, Dad. Yeah,
1: please. <laughs>
0: all these guys, some of which are probably definitely, like, older than Guts, like, guys with, like, families and shit, being like, we love you, Guts, please. Like,
1: he's, like, 21 and he's like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah anyways. Poor, love, love me some Gaston. Um, but, yeah, the, these two have their little moment together. But after, you know, Uh, our boy uh, Griffith sees all of this, he goes off the fucking deep end, um, takes control of the carriage that he's in after having this kind of, like, moment with himself in his head where he's like, I gotta chase that fucking dream. And, um, ends up kind of... Grind
1: set.
0: Yeah, literally on his grind... Like, nothing works. He's using his teeth to drive a carriage towards, um well nothing really he kind of just flies out of it <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of fucked up fucked funny out. um he has this little hallucination that we talk this little uh, realization of what could be that we talked about last episode as well um he says fuck all of that i would rather kill myself um, <laughs> looks We're for the nearest i would literally <laughs> kill myself instead looks for the nearest sharpest object sharp object and you know tries to do basically that right um, but as he's stabbing himself in the throat, he doesn't really, like, kill himself all the way. And he finds something. It's that thing he lost, like, 30 chapters ago. It's the Baylet. So That's my
1: husband. It's been a minute.
0: It's been a long... It's been a lot of episodes. I will say that. It's been a lot of episodes for us as readers. Yeah. Um, fun fact. I did not realize so much of the Golden Age was, in fact, like, this chunk. Where, like, they go save Griffith. Um, yeah. It's a pretty big chunk of the comic. So, yeah. So, covered in his own blood you know basically on the edge of suicide um yeah he finds the bailet, which as everybody's been telling us was going to come back to him so that's where we're starting off today with chapter 73 overall of berserk if you're on our very very favorite website readberserk.com. berserk.com um if you're in the volumes i need to check the volumes i actually don't know which volume this one oh, is in wait it's like um i th- want to say
1: it's 12 because i think
0: it yes, paperback okay. paperback. 12. Cool. Yes,
1: I yes. remembered because I uh I told you all this, I lost like all my notes somehow. Like, my computer <laughs> shut off and was just like, they're gone. And I was going back over them this morning and I was like, didn't we do this already? But I wasn't sure because I have a horrendous memory <laughs> and I was just like, I don't know, maybe we didn't do this. And then it doesn't, I was like, it no, doesn't, we definitely did this. It doesn't help so was that, like, I going through the chapters and saw <laughs> that it was 12 and I was like, cool. <laughs>
0: And it doesn't help that several things, like, kind of repeat. So, I understand why yeah. you were like, yeah. They be kind of overlap a little. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, Anyways.
0: Yes. No, yes. We are on, uh, the, the chapter is called The Eclipse. We have a, a image of Femto uh, breaking out of an egg that looks kind of like the Behalet, So, yeah. Um, and that was also the cover of the paperback volume 12, which is a very cool cover. So, um griffith is you know kind of lifting himself off of that branch he was going to stab himself on and is holding the behalet in front of him and he remembers all the last couple of things he was he heard from zod and um why did i just re- wild and they said um it will return to your hand because that's how it is and he also remembered wild saying use it call them our guardi- our guardian angels which if you remember he was about to die he was trying to get a hold of you know who so you know he kind of realizes where he is he sees the sky turning you know a lot of shit is kind of going wonky around him um we'll see more so what that is in just a second um but meanwhile the band of the Hawk, specifically uh, guts um is chasing after griffith guts as we saw at the end of i think one of those chapters, commandeered a, um, one of their carriages to go after him, and all he's thinking about is, like, you know, am I the one who drove you to do this? Like, am I the one that made this happen to all of you? You know, talking about, like, the Band of the Hawk falling, him becoming disabled, all these things. Kind of. So, um, (laughs) just, just, just a little bit. So, um... (laughs) yeah, he's he's kind of, like, thinking, like, so what do I do? Like, what do you want me to do? What can I do? Like, if I catch up to you, then what are we even going to do about this? Like, you're trying to run away. Like, they don't even know what's going on. Like, the carriers just took off and they saw Griffith driving it, and they're like, what the fuck is going on? And, and a guy who they also, we all know, like, all his ligaments and shit have been torn off, right? So, like, he's determined. So the entire Band of the Hawk is chasing him. Um, and even Casca is, like, Yeah, this is that was careless. I never thought we'd be overheard by him like this, like talking about her conversation with with uh, guts. Right. Right outside of the carriage. And she's like, you know, this is just going to drive him into a corner. He's going to feel more lonely than he ever has before. And, you know, as she's thinking, this Corcus spots him over the over the edge. Right. He sees the carriage in the water um, where, you know, Griffith flew out of it and crashed. So everybody realizes they're like, "Oh shit, what's going on?" Right, and they're all kind of looking. Like they all stop. Even Gut stopped a little bit. And they all look at the sky. And they're like, "What? What is this?" And we get this beautiful full page image of um, Griffith also looking at this crescent moon that has appeared in the sky. Right, and yes, it is. It is the middle of the day. That's what. That's what's freaky about this. It, it was like midday when this happened. Right, so everybody's like that's a solar eclipse we've heard something about that before what the hell is going on right um also i don't know if this if this applies to anybody else but this image is like i see this all the time everywhere the one of griffith like with oh, his hand out with the yeah, oh, it yeah yeah that, that's the one i'm thinking about yeah the one where he says we probably see it in a few panels but yeah everybody's like oh shit is this the thing everybody was talking about specifically guts is like it's the solar eclipse like this is what they were talking about and you know as griffith is looking up at it the blood from the wound he made in his neck drips down and the bay basically drinks it right like its eyes open up the lips on it open up and you know while he's like staring at like this insane eclipse uh griff uh he hears you know griffith from behind him it's guts pulling up with the horses trying to come save him right and all all griffith can really think he starts like turning around and trying to like back away from guts as fast as possible and all he's thinking is like stay away stay away go stay away but he can't say anything right like he's not actually yelling anything it's just his thoughts so um yeah this panel was fucking sick too so <laughs> as he's yelling yeah. this all of these people like or like human like figures kind of pop up behind him and we have a full solar eclipse right like this the moon's completely covering the sun and it's like real dark outside and even guts kind of like pauses to notice all these guys just like standing there fully naked just dudes standing there some of them like all these different but like they're not like all gaunt not all fat it's like all these different like men women like just like standing there right like very boys night yeah boys night just hanging out Mm -hmm. we kind of get a closer look at their faces and they're kind of like you know morphed and deformed a little bit they don't look totally right um a lot of guys like missing teeth and stuff like that so the band of the hawk who rightfully so has stopped at this point they're kind of like watching like what the fuck they're like who are they like what's going on like is this is this the midland army like are they still coming after us and you know guts hears all this and he's not even like really answering he's like i don't know but i'm not gonna fuck like this is dangerous something bad is happening like it's all it's, this is like a horror movie, basically, right? Like, they have never seen anything like this. So, Guts is still chasing after Griffith, he's trying to get to him. All Griffith can say is stay, like, all he could think is, like, stay away, like, don't come near me, right? Well, all of these guys are, like, walking behind, they're behind Griffith, but they're walking towards him, right? And Guts is, like, exited the carriage now. He's running, he's, like, sprinting towards Griffith to go grab him. And all he says is, You know, if you, in all Guts think... Sorry, not all Guts. All Griffith thinks is, you know, if you touch me now, if you put your hand on my shoulder now, I'll never. And then he's like, I'll never again with you. But, you know, the last thing we see is Guts reaching him, touching him on the shoulder, and looking him in the eye. And as this happens, the Baylet absorbs the blood that's kind of, like, pooled up in Griffith's uh, hand. And we get the iconic image! It's here! Yeah, it's it's the Baylet image, um... It's, this is, like, I think I've actually seen this in my nightmares. It's, like, a really, really iconic uh, berserk image. But the Baylet has basically woken up, right? And at this point, like, the eyes aren't, like, you know, lopsided or, like, you know, in different places. It's kind of like it rearranged into, like, a face, and it's activating, right? So it begins to scream. This, like, shockwave comes out from Griffith. And the behalot, I'm assuming, that, like, passes past past guts, hits everybody in the face, and then we get another terrifying image where the sky has turned into um, undead faces, basically, right? Like, just man, woman, whatever, just these, like, very, like, haunting, no eyeballs, like, gaunt-looking faces, like, laughing in the sky, right? Some of them are straight-up skulls. And it's like a nightmare, right? And everybody can see this. This isn't just something that's happening in Griffith's head or Guts' head. Like, everybody can see this. We see Guts freaking out. We see Pippin open his eyes again for the first, for like the third time ever in this comic. Um, maybe just like Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe fourth. Uh, Koska's mouth is just a gape. Uh, Judo is losing his shit. Korkus somehow isn't screaming. Gaston and his boys also can't tell what the fuck is going on. And we get a wider look at the landscape as we see the fully eclipsed sun, those faces I mentioned before, and the entire, like, ground part has turned into, like, these large faces. Think of, like, I'm going to go basic anime reference. You know, like, the cover of of End of Evangelion for people who can't watch this right now? It's, like, that, except, like, times, like, 20. There's, like, a bunch of hills made out of people's faces, right? And that's the end of the eclipse chapter, but we're not done yet. We got... No, we're no, not. We're done not, yet.
1: not done. We got like at
0: least I think we have like <laughs> twelve chapters. Slash. Oh, we're
1: back. Um, Good. <laughs> so chapter seventy-four, uh, we get Puck's ass.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's our
1: opener. Yay. Thank you. Um,
0: Thank you, Mira. We'll see if apparently. don't or
1: not. Thanks, Mira. <laughs> um, so we get we get Puck standing on egg, which like oh yay. Puck's going to be here soon. Aren't you guys excited? Yay! I'm very excited. I
0: I am. It's been a long time. I love Puck.
1: It's been a long time. And also, um, I told Shabal, but like, y'all know Shabal and I are like a whole like couple arcs past this, but Mm -hmm. I also read up until the point where Miura died over (laughs) the past weekend. Um, I don't know how (laughs) I did that. Don't ask me. But I will say Puck is incredibly needed throughout All of the rest of Berserk. Because if he was not there, I would go fucking (laughs) batshit. Oh, dude. (laughs) He's so needed. Um, So, it's it's good that he's showing up. But, so, we're following a caravan. It's not the Band of the Hawk this time, though. And we see Rickert, who is looking so good. And he's doing so great.
0: Yeah, he doesn't Um, look like he's aged, you know, 15 years or anything.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he looks tired and ancient and worn out and you know the people he's traveling with are like hey you know we're, we're at the border that you asked us to take us to, to take you to and he's like oh you know thank you for everything and they're all like are you like good do you need help because he's still a kid mm. in this he's like 10 or something um and he's like yeah, it's fine whatever and he goes to leave but one of the older guys is like here take this and he gives him like a small coin purse I'm assuming oh wait no it's medicine I think he says that yeah, right? yeah. it's the stuff he's like yeah, he's like, Here's his <laughs> stuff. Yeah. He's like, It's a it's our medicine, it's our secret remedy and it'll fix anything. And like if you remember way back Judo had something similar and it was Pixie Dust. And yeah. so we see pucks, so we can assume. Um, but he's like, you know, you look like you're about to pass out any second, so I think you need it more than <laughs> more than we do. And he's like, Thank you. Uh I got to go now and then he just kind of like Stumbles off to go yeah. continue walking, and everyone there is like pretty worried about them. They're like, Something fucked up must have happened to him because he, he was not. <laughs> he was not that kid well. was not a kid, <laughs> yeah, that kid was not doing well. Um, and even the troop leader is kind of like, mm, Maybe I shouldn't have let him go, <laughs> maybe that was a bad idea. Yeah, but um, it cuts to a wagon, and we get a little like kind of outline of someone it's puck um and he's like oh there he goes and um a, like hooded figure is like aren't you gonna see him off and puck's like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> and he's like the second he saw me he like freaked out like he saw a ghost or something he's like, those exist, though, you know, like, sometimes <laughs> these, those just come, up, like, come out. I bet mean, he's, like, a rich kid or something. <laughs> it's, like,
0: not even close, yeah.
1: No. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, and he's like, well, or he could have gotten, like, messed with by, like, some of my buds, some of my friends. And <laughs> the like hooded figure is like hmm and we can kind of see now it's like an old fortune teller lady and she's got like her nails and her crystal ball and she's like well let's like look at his future you know just casually (laughs) let's like take a peek at that and so she actually has some magic which is you know kind of impressive considering most of these people do not know what they're talking about and are just pulling it out of their ass but she's like oh damn There's like some fucked up shit that's about to happen to him. That's not like she's like
0: to put it lightly
1: concerned. (laughs) She's like, "Oh, that's not great." She's like, you know, going into like her fortune teller mumbo jumbo, and she's like, "The stars have gathered (laughs) these evil stars, and there's a big white star, and they're all around it." I'm like, "Gee, I wonder." who the fuck that is
0: um yeah what's this white star what is that yeah, well, huh. i don't know um
1: yeah. and she starts uh saying like these star names they're like the japanese names for certain stars there's a little note down here that says it but they're like oh like is it this one is it this one but it's being covered like by the moon and puck's finally like i don't know what the fuck you're talking <laughs> about can you like say it like a normal person and she's like i've i've literally never seen this in my life this is an evil omen a terrible one a sign of calamity that could unfold an entire country or the whole world and i'm just like that's a yeah that's about right in fact like i don't get it (laughs) he's like "If if it's that bad shouldn't we like stop him from going and she's like oh no we cannot like fuck with this like he has to keep going and the fact that he was here is like a sign that he needs to keep going. Yeah. And I don't I don't mess with fate. Like it's impossible to do it in the first place and it's it's just how it must be. Like mm-hmm. especially if it involves the world. Like you cannot fuck with this shit. And she says, after all, what determines a good omen or a bad omen is human reason. None are able to measure the way of the ways of God. And Puck's like, oh, that's fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> so you're just saying like it is what it is. And then they hear like people outside, and they're like, what the fuck is happening to the sun? And he's like, oh, I want to look at that. <laughs> and he like <looks> out <laughs> of the tent. And she's like, well, wait, wait, hold on. But before she can finish, he's already gone. And she's like, well, the fact that you cross paths with him here might also be part of this. And it's like, hmm, I wonder.
0: But, hmm. Who is this fairy? Know. Which, my favorite part about this whole section is, like, I think uh, Puck is, like, in front of a light or something, so his mm-hmm. shadow looks really big. It looks like it's, like, a, like a person.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like, here's this little boy, and it's like, is it though? So? <laughs> no. <laughs> they keep, like, doing perspective shots to kind of make him look bigger than he is, but he yeah. isn't really. Um, But Rickert's, you know, like, oh, this... This is fucked up. I have a really bad feeling about this. And his first thought is, did something happen to, like, everyone else? Like, am I walking towards nothing, basically? You know, back at the troop, they're like, well, you don't see that every day. And Puck, being a little shithead, like, lands on top of the bald guy, troop leader, and he's like, oh, it's like a huge hole. (laughs) the troop leader gets mad at him. He's like, what the fuck did I tell you about landing on people's heads? And Puck's being sassy. He's like, it's not like you're getting any balder. Um. And you, you know, we got yeah. It's puck. It's him. Full puck image, and he's like, I bet like a big god or devil or something is like peeking through that, which is so ominous. Why would you say that? Why
0: would you say that, That's puck?
1: Terri- Why would you say that? That's say terrifying.
0: Because that? he's right.
1: Because um, <laughs> he is right. And It's like oh, n- d- I didn't need that mental image. It was already horrific, but you know as we like get this panel of the clips it does look like you know like um a pupil in the middle of like an iris of the sky basically and we start like zooming in on it and then we pan out and we're back at our hellscape um and you can see up here like it even does look like an eye from all mm-hmm. the way at the top so it's like they fell through almost or to absorb them and they can still see like the way out but not really um but everyone is freaking the fuck out because Yeah. Yes. Literal um, hysterical faces,
0: also, like like yeah. mind break faces. Like they don't know yeah, what's going like, on.
1: Their brains cannot process the place where they are at. It's like kind of like, you know, Lovecraftian in the sense that like they're going yeah. mad basically, just like looking at it. Yeah. And Guts is just like what oh my god what the fuck what happened?
0: He, he never could have imagined that this was what the fuck no. they were talking about <laughs>
1: he he doesn't even have a great imagination to begin with so like i can't imagine for gus he's just like okay what um and you know corcus had been pretty quiet but he is finally flipping his shit too finally <laughs> which is always very loud and he's like what is this where the hell are we Weren't we just, like, in a fucking meadow? Like, are mm. you guys seeing this? Did I imagine that? Are we, like, dreaming as we're still there? Or, like, did we die? And he's, like, starting to ask, like, whether they died or not. And Costco's like, calm the fuck down. And he's, like, what do you mean calm down? And she turns, she whips around and, like, louder than we've ever seen her yell. She's, like, shut up. <laughs> and everyone's, like, hmm. I'm sorry, (laughs) because
0: no one ever has heard her like that,
1: (laughs) unless it's like in battle, and even then she's pretty calm, she's not angry Yeah. and so they're all like, oh okay, (laughs) it kind of snaps everyone out of it, and she's like don't worry about it, if you can't understand it, we're going to do what we can do, you're going to get your asses back in formation, and we're going to figure this out so like, calm down and get your shit together, because we're a fucking Mm. army Um and, you know, she's just fully taken charge at this point again. And she's like, Guts, get Griffith on a horse. We're going to figure this out. And, you know, Guts is watching her. He's mm-hmm. like, wow, she's, like, doing pretty well. And even in a situation like this, she's pretty amazing. And, yeah. you know, kind of has a moment where he's like, yeah, wow. Wow. Well. was pretty great. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, <laughs> only Guts romance where he's like, wow. She's such a cool This is
0: so nice while, like, hell is happening around, like, (laughs) literal hell. Like, the briefest
1: romantic moment in his brain where he's like, wow. And then it's like, okay, wait. She's handling
0: herself really well. Yeah.
1: She's like, that's hot. Anyways, um, but, you know, he's helping Griffith up, and then he notices Griffith has the bailout, and he's like, that's really odd. Why is this here? He didn't have it when you rescued him. And it's crying blood. It's a different and shape, shape, too. shape is different. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, but, like, oh, yeah, I remember, like, right as shit, like, went to hell. Did it do it? And, like, this is pretty, like, perceptive for Guts, by the way. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's not always very good at piecing things together. But he's, you know, he looks over at Griffith, who is also crying tears of blood at this mm-hmm. point. Griffith also looks pretty traumatized at this point. He's like, yeah. I'm not... Well, either I also. I mean,
0: he's also pissed, but we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we will get to that, but um, you know, Gus is kind of like, oh damn, are you are you good? (laughs) At that point, like everyone else is like yelling again. They're like, fuck, Costco! What the fuck is that? And like everyone we saw at, like the lake is like on the landscape of faces now. Yeah, they're they're surrounded. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm and Casca is even like unsettled she's like when the fuck did they get there like they were not there a second ago but um they I I can't remember if they say this all in unison or if it's like just one person announcing it but they're mm-hmm. like the time has come the time of the great nocturnal festival the feast that happens once every 216 years the eclipse and Guts is like oh wait yep I know what that is and you know they're like they're coming the advent the sovereigns of the supreme beings the advent of the four guardian angels and like you know you remember um wild also called them guardian angels and it's just yeah. like oh we're about to meet some people probably mm-hmm. it's like their fourth and it's advent, like their
0: fifth introduction yeah
1: yeah you see, it's like it's like wwe like they get a huge fan yeah. <laughs> And at that point, one of the faces lifts, starts lifting herself up, and we see it's, um, her name's Slan, or Slan or something like that, um, I forget when we learned her name, but yeah. it's, it's one of the god-handed, she's starting to, like, sit up out of the massive, like, giant bodies that are there. And, and it's and trippy, is-
0: because I think that face has been there, like, the whole time, too, like, I think it they has, made sure yeah. to keep, yeah, that's...
1: She's just been chilling there and now she's like, hello. Time to wake I'm up. I'm awake now. <laughs> um, but, um, oh, wait. Shit. Sorry. Don't look at that.
0: No, no, that didn't happen.
1: That didn't happen. Shh. It's fine. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut that part out. <laughs> um, <laughs> Shh. It's fine. I didn't just skip ahead on accident. Um, so, we are on our next chapter, chapter 70 five um and salon is slitting up and this chapter is called advent and this is actually a really cool shading Mm -hmm. in this illustration i I think that's
0: a really cool illustration
1: yeah um you know she's kind of like looking over at the band of the hawk like very smugly almost she's Mm. like yeah i'm here now um and you know she sits up fully and this is where we're going to have to start censoring for YouTube heavily because we got titties on screen. So Oh, Mira um,
0: went all out with the under titty in this yeah, um, chapter. Yeah, he said,
1: uh, full boob for you. He said,
0: um, you want to see every part of uh, a woman's body except the vagina? I got you covered. So Well, yeah, he,
1: he almost <laughs> shows someone. Maybe that's later. I can't remember. There's one point where I'm like, damn, did he just draw like someone's pussy? Just there, out? that's crazy.
0: There's <laughs> several vaginas, I think, in the clips. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was um, like, Wow, that's just yeah.
1: all right, out there. All right. Anyways, um, but no, no up. pubic
0: hair either. Amazing. No, F- I, thank you. I think had that in my initial <laughs>
1: notes where I was like, "Damn, it, when you're when you're a demon god, they just like wax." Z-
0: Laser that me. shit off. They like hydrolysis that shit <laughs> oh, away. Oh my god. Go away. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Pressure blaster. <laughs> Okay, um, we're joking, but this is very yeah. serious. Yes, this is also, very serious. <laughs> but also, uh, Mira's misogyny showing once again. Anyways, very uh, horny. yeah, he's very, he's so fucking horny. Um, so she's sitting up, and as with like every female demon, she's like a lust demon. If you remember our prologue, that was like very much a thing with Slon yeah. and that. Um, so she's like sitting up and standing and like stretching sexily as her wings are like growing oh yeah we see her uh vagina right there there we go oh there we go like, yep. oh yeah there, there it is. is yeah yeah <laughs> yep um, that is it yeah <laughs> definitely not on youtube um you know she's kind of having like this she's getting off on waking up to like her form or whatever basically i think she literally has like an orgasm yeah, as she stands in out. the anime and it's just yeah. like cool.
0: <laughs> Thanks. I read this part, like, I, I read this part, like, twice, and I was like, oh, yep, that is exactly what's happening. Is there all this, yeah, thing, like, this blood curdling orgasm noise? Yeah, just... I
1: was like, <laughs> the first time I read it, I was like, oh, she's, like, oh, she's standing up sexily, and then I, it, like, cut down, and I was like, oh, she just has her fingers, like,
0: <laughs> in her vagina, yeah, legs. yeah. Cool,
1: great, yeah. I'm glad you're having a good time, Slon.
0: <laughs> good job, awesome. good job,
1: Slon. Um, but she, like, her wings like shift and cover her and then in the next panel she's in her slightly more covered um, god godhand <laughs> form where she has bat wings and like this underboob corset and the very tips of her wings are barely covering her nipples and her vagina. <laughs> and yeah. it's just like honestly I don't hate it. Was her this design, made in the nineties? I, really, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a very like DSM dominatrix kind of vibe you know which yeah. I can almost respect but also like we'll, we'll get into some stuff later um but yeah I I've mixed feelings about Slon in a lot of ways anyways so she's like you know very smug we get some nip slip there and everyone's just kind of like what the fuck was that yeah <laughs> what, what just happened
0: nobody is excited about this by the way <laughs> everybody's like,
1: just like <laughs> <laughs> did she just all right what (laughs) like the horrors are not are preventing any horniness from happening here they're just like huh um but at that point before they can really process what's happening there's like a face vortex happening above them and one of the other guys pops out and he almost like this this makes me think of like a Jinji Ito scene because he's almost like dripping out of the ceiling um and like falling and everyone and he's huge by the way and everyone's just like oh fuck we're like right under him so everyone yeah. scatters and then he turns into like his little evil minion form where he's like,
0: like holding it his
1: hands him. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> um you know little shit face <laughs> weirdo Yeah, and and they're all just like they're all just like oh god um there's yeah. more of them that that's my like, favorite
0: part is they, they think he's going to like fall on them Mm-hmm. And then he just disappears, and he's like,
1: Ah-ha. he's like, he right here. I'm just a gremlin. You know, I have, this is, this is a sidebar. I always imagine him with, like, a Danny DeVito kind of voice, almost. Oh, my <laughs>
0: God. It's too perfect. It's too perfect.
1: Oh, just him specifically. Yeah. I'm just like that's definitely what it is right anyways um so he's like you know he's cackling he's zooping around and at that point the ground near them starts to lift out and a face starts coming out of the ground and it's it's another one of the dudes and he kind of slowly emerges from the bodies they kind of like fall off of him like he's Mm -hmm. coming out through mud or something and he's also like (laughs) got his hands clasped yeah um He's, like, a little more opulent looking in some ways, but he's... And he's not cackling. He's very serious about his job. Um, So he's coming out, and everyone's like, okay, there's too many of these. It's got to be a dream. Um, But then they start screaming at it, and they're like, ah, fuck. (laughs) Shit, it's not. Um, And then they, like, look up, and they're like, what the fuck is that? And then on top of like one of the hills above salon the eclipse hole iris or people is like turning into someone's head basically and we see like a body start to form around it and um at that point we get our uh, leader, definitely not, sort of, definitely not leader not definitely not um <laughs> what is it Hell, like, uh, Hellraiser. Hellraiser. That's yeah, it. Um, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I was like, wait, which one is it? I can't remember. Um, I love this panel, by the way. I think it's beautiful. Um, I
0: feel like it does a good job everything. showing how he comes into the frame too, because he kind of just like materializes. He kind of just like he just
1: like vroom. phases in, yeah. sort of. Um, but he appears, and he looks like that. Um, he looks like oh my god there's like a specific horror movie with the martian and that's what he always makes me think of more than Yeah,
0: it's like destroy like all martians or something yeah yeah
1: something like that must destroy mars i can't remember yeah
0: god hi um, i know which one you're talking about
1: <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll find it later um but you know he kind of materializes he he looks the coolest out of all the ones that we've seen so far honestly um His name is Void, if I remember correctly. I don't remember Mm -hmm. the two gremlins, but I remember (laughs) Void and But, um, you know, he kind of is standing there on, like, the tippy-top while the others are kind of, like, posing. They're having, like, their supermodel moments where they're... Yeah. Demon gang assemble. Demon gang. (laughs) Guts is like, they're gods? And he's like, no. They're demons? You know, he's, like, just Mm -hmm. trying... To piece stuff together. I honestly think he's so shocked. Like, fear is not even remotely setting in for him yet. Also, out of all of them, he's been around this kind of aura the most. So he's probably a little more acclimated to it than everyone else who is flipping their shit.
0: Yeah, he's Um, able to observe more than everybody else. Everybody else is kind of, like, just losing their fucking minds. Yeah, yeah,
1: they're like, holy fuck. And he's just like, what is that? Okay. (laughs) <laughs> maybe no uh you know he's just trying to figure it out um but the all the like apostles go like fucking crazy and they're like oh fuck yeah <laughs> they're all here it's just like loud as fuck they're all like yes it's the fucking yeah. god hand they're so excited it's like that
0: what's that and, documentary of the kids going to church um the oh, um jesus camp, jesus I think. camp? Yeah, yeah it's like the kids from jesus camp yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's when the blessings come in. Like one of those oh kids my just god. screaming.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Um Anyway As you can see we're making a lot of jokes to cope with.
0: Oh, because this isn't this isn't the worst part. This isn't the worst part. That's I'm trying to get these jokes off because get it, gets of way, way, it gets way it gets way worse. <laughs>
1: We can't, we don't want to bust about out when it's really serious, but, um, you know, the the band of the Hawks just kind of like, well, what the fuck is, what are they doing now? And Void starts speaking, but his mouth never actually moves. It's just kind of like telepathically booming throughout mm. the, like, face arena now, because like some of the faces <laughs> the have face like risen arena. around. Well, they've like, that is but... have come up around them, you know?
0: Yeah, uh, like, no.
1: Like, the thing about this place is, like, the landscape is always shifting, and it's very unexpected how it moves. So, yeah. it's, like, they've gone from being, like, on a plane to, like, in a valley of faces, almost, and bodies. Yeah. But Void starts speaking, and he's, like, I'm just, like, fucking um, holy roller shit right now. He's, yeah. like, at this great time of blessing, Woo-hoo. I bid thee welcome um, to this <laughs> distant setting. <laughs> This abstract time. He (laughs) whips a
0: Bible out from under his coat. I
1: know. He's like tiny little hands holding it. Um, But you know, he's dressing everyone very old timey. He's like, "You lambs of ungodly God, born of man, enjoy this sacred nocturnal festival to the fullest." And like everyone's like freaking the fuck out. So they're like, "Fuck yeah, it's void." He's giving a speech, and he like points at Griffith, and he's like. The...
0: <laughs> That's my favorite. I think I'm gonna make this the cover because I just like I didn't notice this until I was reading it for like the third time. <laughs> but he's just like, "Hey, you, yeah, you, you did this, <laughs> you,
1: you tiny one. I'm gonna call you out." <laughs> and he's like the honorable child consecrated by the laws of caus- causality. I have such a hard time with that word because I always want to say a uh, casualty, casualty, uh, yeah. causality, and he calls him the hawk, you know, and. Gus kind of looks at Griffith and he's like, what? And Griffith's like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> what? And everyone else is just, like, fucking confused to the point where they, like, stop screaming for a bit. And they're all like, what the fuck does laws of causality mean? And even Gus yeah. is like, I don't know what the fuck is going he's on like, He's
0: like, bro, I never learned how to read. Like, I don't know what this yeah, he's <laughs> Like,
1: like, what like I don't fuck? know my vowels. <laughs> I didn't have zoophonics or anything. I don't know what's happening. Um but you know void continues and he's like you're the chosen one at this time in this place sorry i'm not gonna do void's voice all mm-hmm. the time. it's yeah. very rich um but he's like the one chosen by the hand of the great god he's like we're your kingsmen O blessed king of longing and they're all kind of standing there like yeah you're one of us <laughs> it was great. Yeah. um and he you know he remembers that like escher painting of like the tower that just like keeps going up where he saw the four of them and everyone's like talking amongst themselves they're like kinsmen what the fuck and guts is like not happy with the situation because he can't understand it and we all know how guts handles things he can't understand so he whips out his knife because uh, he doesn't have a sword right now mm. and he's like enough of your fucking shit. <laughs> and everyone's kind of like, oh, now Guts is popping off at the demons that could kill us. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just like moderately amused. They're like, oh. They're like,
0: maybe something. you could do it. I don't know. And they're
1: like, oh, <laughs> like- he's speaking. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, well, it's Guts, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, but he's like, first you drag us in this godforsaken hole and now you're just saying like, whatever the fuck you want. And he's like, consecrated child? Kinsman, keep your, your stupid crap to yourself. <laughs> he's like, I've seen this guy, I've seen this naked, guy naked before. <laughs>
0: before. Like, I, I wrote a note about that, I, like, I just put a question mark. I'm like, what is
1: this? <laughs> Yeah, when I read it the first time, I was like, where are we going with this? Um, but he's like, he doesn't even like have a tail growing. Like, was he's like, like, okay, this, okay. like he looks yeah, like yeah. a human. He's not like a monster, like you fucking freaks. Um, but the first time I, I was like, oh, you have. <laughs> oh, oh. Um, but he's like you know don't don't lump him in with you freaks and you know costco's kind of like oh he's he's on his shit now <laughs> I don't, yeah i get how he feels so and the god hand just start like chuckling and laughing at him like a bunch of fucking clowns and salon's like oh it's such a beautiful friendship and she's like i'm sure you'll make for an excellent sacrifice and all of them are like Huh? (laughs) Huh? What? And she's like, yeah. And she's like groping her boobs while she's talking. And she's like a precious sacrifice so that he may become a demon. Yeah. And that is the end of that, and where we are capping off today, just because there's so much to describe in these scenes. Um, Yes,
0: a lot, a lot happening. No, it 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 gets worse. It get nobody's even died yet. Uh, (laughs) Slap.
1: Gotten to like any like this is just like the preamble basically yeah. but we are definitely figuring shit out hold on let me get my thing gone yeah there we go um but yeah we covered a lot today yes um it's it's weird because only the first chapter that we went through is like long but there's yeah. just so much scenery and like things surrounding the main event that's happening and the other ones that it takes forever to like explain also it's just like another one of those times where year is like i love really small details and i yes. put them everywhere and scatter like, them so everywhere cool. i see something different every time i look at this
0: these crazy, chapters Miura. specifically or because i haven't i didn't really reread these chapters until we were going to cover them I think I, because when I read them, I was like, I need to know, like, I just need to get through this, right? And yeah. there's a lot of, like, small things, like, mm-hmm. um, like the it I think even, you know, Guts recognizes this, but, like, the way when it gets activated, like, it's not like this, like, unsolved puzzle or whatever, it just, like, rearranges mm-hmm. into a face is, like, it's fucking terrifying. But also, yeah. one thing I did, I didn't notice as much, because I kind of get it more now, is, like, whenever griffith is going to like get saved by guts or whatever and guts is like running over to grab him i interpreted it a a different way the first time i read it i was like oh he's trying to like tell him to stay away or something but it's like Mm -hmm. no he's like stop fucking trying to save me again like stop it like it was like his like his last thing of being like if you save me one more fucking time like i'm i'm done and yeah Mm -hmm. that's basically what happened is like it's it's, it's it's more from that last chapter him being like i'm not gonna live as like you know this person who can't do anything for himself like that's just not what he wants to do so i didn't notice that like it's a way to it's just the that's the way that it's better to interpret it is like he's tired of being saved (laughs) like he just tried to kill himself because he was tired of being saved so yeah
1: it also like ties back to um the whole scene when he was in the pits of despair or wherever um where he was like getting tortured and all of that and he was, like, thinking about everything. And he's just, like, brooding in the dark because he has literally nothing else to do. And he's like, I fucking hate Guts. I hate mm-hmm. you so much. Like, you are the only thing that, like, ever made me question my goal. Yeah. Ever. And that sucked. And I don't like it. Don't come near me. Um. And he just really de- develops, like, this, like, bitterness in there where he's like, I can't believe you made me, like, lose sight of what was really important to me um which is you know his goal of getting his own kingdom yeah and so like guts running up on him here he's like don't do that again yeah don't, don't make me question my goal again i don't want i don't want you over here i want to kill yeah. myself right now <laughs> like get away from me yeah so it's just like this like dual thing going on of like guts being like i have to save griffith because that a I fucked up really bad before and this might be my fault kind of a little bit, mm-hmm. potentially. Even though Griffith, like, is responsible for his own actions yes. or whatever the fuck. Yes. But also it's like, damn, like, I, like, this is my last opportunity to, like, kind of redeem this situation almost. Yeah, like, so make my both, own decisions. Like, yeah, yeah, they have, they're very at odds with their goals in this situation because Guts is just like, I want my friend to die. And also, like, I want to try to fix some of what I fucked up when I left because I didn't realize what I was leaving behind at the time. Or what and it was going cause. Right. And even though I am glad I did that because I feel like I found my way more, like, I don't want that to continue to happen, you know? So it's just, like, Guts having... They both have, like, very selfish ideals at this moment, right? Because Guts yeah. wants things to be... The way he feels it should be and griffith is just like kind of inherently selfish and always has had this selfish goal where he's like this is what i'm going to do and i will do whatever i need to to get to it and so it's like again like two sides of a coin where they're facing each other and it's just like yeah their goals will not resonate or match or they'll never be like in sync again basically with how things have developed so
0: No, and and that's a good like way to boil down kind of where they're both at, right? Like, guts mm-hmm. can't let go of the past. He can't let go of the fact that he made a decision, and he needs to find out how to move forward in a way that won't be able to fix anything that happened before, right? Um, and like you said, Griffith is just stubborn. Um, <laughs> in, in my opinion, he's just, <laughs> just very stubborn, and is like, I and want you'll... to do this, so I will fucking do this. You will not save yeah. me from killing myself. Stop it. <laughs> yeah Yeah. so um yeah I I do like that little last moment before things get really fucking freaky um also the fact that he did kind of um, that Mir did like redraw a couple panels um like at the beginning of this chapter to be like hey remember when these guys said this like this is what they were talking about a lot of stuff is repeated that happened before yeah it's basically like
1: Here's... the context yeah. it's right here
0: yeah a lot of that happening um Um, Yeah, no, that that first chapter of this whole Eclipse thing is really, like, interesting, just because that last interaction, how, you know, Guts perceives everything happening to him. Like, there's a whole shockwave that happens, and it kind of just whips past Guts. Like, he just kind of, like, is in the middle of it. Um, Yeah, no, that, that, but that interaction between him and Griffith, like, the last one they really have before shit goes down is, like, a good, like, way to boil down how they are, right? Like, Griffith is a certain way. Gus doesn't entirely accept it, so he wants to change it. And Griffith, Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, is not going to let him... Now he's He's done letting him stop, letting him do that, right? He's like, no, you will not... You will not be nice to me again. I'm tired of you. (laughs)
1: Yeah, stop it. Um, He's like, this is not a group project. This is a me project.
0: Yes. (laughs) I'm tired
1: of you giving your input. I don't need it. Um, I also feel like, again, this is... I've talked about this several times with, like, leading up to it but in the anime some of the sequence of events makes a lot more sense and they give like a smidge more context just because like anime moves stuff around you know because they can't do everything like 100% true Mm -hmm. to the manga a lot of the time so it kind of gives a little more context but um, by the way if you haven't watched the Eclipse anime scene at least leading up to it I really recommend it just because it's really well done Um, the Eclipse itself I can take relief just because of what happens during yeah. it and what we're going to get into. And like I said I think I said this before there, the like, cl- the peak event that happens during it um, I didn't like watching that animated because it was very hard to watch and I feel mm. like a little too lovingly animated in some ways Um, but I feel like in the manga that was conveyed better. So I think like mm. having both pieces of media to complement each other Especially with this part is a good idea, just because, yeah, you get like a full scope of kind of Miura's concepts and ideas that he was trying to get across. So
0: yeah, like a very uh, yeah, you kind of get like the full width of it. I need to, I need to see. I haven't seen any any animation. I need to watch the the anime. It's on several different services now, but
1: yeah. maybe yeah. I could do that soon. I wouldn't mind you watching with that's, you.
0: That's a good idea, Not, especially because we're take a break in a few episodes after a few more episodes. So <sighs>
1: two yeah. more.
0: Yeah, um, truck
1: I think like three or four episodes will probably be done. But...
0: Yeah, no, I think I think three or four should be the end of this event. But um, I I do like the little interlude that we get where it is well, it's 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 important, right? It's uh, we do catch up with where, um, oh my god, what's his name? Little Rickard. boy, yes, we catch up with, with Rickert, Which, if you guys don't remember, we haven't seen him since the other half of the bandit hawk that they were going to meet up with got massacred by um dung beetle man rolling them up into a ball of shit so um, yeah actually i'm still so glad you, like fuel. clarified
1: that scene for me because i was just like i don't know what the fuck is going on in this scene it's a little too um,
0: creative um i will give it that yeah um. it
1: was it it actually clicked for me later um in the lost children arc oh, okay. I think we see that dude again and i was like Oh, like, in addition to what oh, you Oh, yeah, said. we like, do
0: see him again in the Lost yeah. Children arc, yes, Yeah, yes. we do see
1: him again in the Lost Children yeah. Um, which I wasn't too mad about. I liked his design a lot, honestly. Yeah. Um, a lot of the monster designs the are so dudes. cool. Yeah, um...
0: No, but, but did, yeah, the, uh, sorry, sorry the, the part with Rickert coming back, yes. like, in the, in the, um, fortune teller. I do like when Mira has other people and are like, the same five people we even follow, like, ten or twenty people we've been following, like, you get, like, a sort of outsider perspective. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like this isn't the first time he shows, like, this does affect the world on, like, a huge scale. Like, because I feel like it's yeah. easy to say that when, you know, yes, the monsters are telling us that. Everybody's telling us that, like, it's a world-defining event. But we don't hear about any, from anybody besides the people that cross paths with Guts and the crew, right? So, yeah. this person is technically cross paths with Guts and the crew, because even with Rickert, right, for whoever who knows how long he's been with this caravan right but mm-hmm. kind of seeing her perception of it and like this like you know hippy dippy explanation of like this is fate we can't stop fate like and i think the most important thing the cool one of the cooler things she says is like what if whatever happens and whether it's good or bad is determined by like human reason like that's mm-hmm. that's what this means like i can't all i know is that this shit is really terrible like it's it's such a wild phenomena that even people who can like in this universe right like you know whatever you think about psychics in real life like these psychics know their shit in the berserk universe right like they read this yeah. shit so yeah like kind of seeing this perspective and seeing that, you know Pippin not Pippin that uh, a puck didn't just pop up out of nowhere also kind of like seeing him somewhere else because he's he's been referenced before by someone else they'd say they found a fairy I think whenever Judo talks about his fairy dust medicine he mentions oh
1: yeah well he did Puck. mention he was traveling with like a troop or something so this could even potentially be like
0: this could the be the same, same one troop.
1: Yeah. we don't know uh i i should say that's ever confirmed or denied yeah, yeah it's, it's it's a similar ambiguous. situation yeah yeah um yeah. yeah i i liked her breakdown of it despite like i mean i don't <laughs> i shavala knows this i can't remember if i said this on the podcast or not i don't like psychics and stuff real mm. life just because they're <laughs> Most of them are
0: scam artists, yeah. It, like, yeah, like if not all, <laughs> if there is someone
1: who is more intuitive, that's great. But at the end of the day, a lot of the time, it's like taking advantage of guesswork, yeah, yeah. So it's stupid. But, um, I liked her breakdown a lot in this, where she was like, you know, like an omen itself is neutral, whether it's good or bad, like depends on how it affects you and like yeah. how you reason your way through the situation you know so like she's saying like you know like for griffith this is like a fucking good omen this is great for like all the apostles they're going fucking crazy because it's they're like oh it's festival time fuck yeah like we yeah. get to go party crazy now um but like for the band of the hawk for rickert for i i'm saying them separately because they're in separate places right yeah. now but and like for puck even in most of the world it's like a bad omen. It's, yeah. like, not good things are going to happen, so... If something's
0: gonna go somebody's way, it doesn't mean it's good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think that's kind of a very good way of looking at things, just because it's not, like, highlighted a lot sometimes. Mm-hmm. And if it is, it's just very, like, hand-fisted. So for her to just kind of simply be, like... Yeah, it could be good or bad depending on who you are.
0: Like, who you are in this landscape. Because we do see people who it technically positively affected, um yeah. later on later on, right? Like Yeah,
1: definitely. It,
0: it, it's especially when we get to like the Lost Children's Arc and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like it is it's kind of and, and this is where it starts to get interesting, right? Because like you see a lot of different perspectives on it and how people handle the eclipse. Like even as early on as like Guts has all the clues of what's about to happen in the eclipse, right? And he still trusts Griffith. Like Everybody's told him, "Hey, watch out with." I think one of the things Zod even said is like, "Watch out for that guy next to you." Like, "Hey, that 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 white haired dude, he got some shit going on." I'm not gonna tell you, you what's don't going trust on. Him. Yeah, they're like don't don't trust him. And even then, like years later, Guts is still like, "No, you guys are trying to kill him. Get away from him!" Like, whoops his knife knife out and everything. Yeah. And you know, it's just it's it's so funny he doesn't realize like this is what griffith wants even though griffith right now probably doesn't realize what the fuck is going on entirely yeah. like this is all his like creation everything that's about to happen yeah. so yeah
1: i mean that's kind of hard to like conceptualize even just being like damn i am literally about to become like ultra god or yeah. whatever cuz they're like, i am
0: destroyer of worlds or whatever like,
1: yeah <laughs> because she's like oh no you're gonna be like hot shit in a second you're gonna be a demon you're gonna be one of us and like we know from literally every apostle that we've encountered that the god hands like really hot shit you know Mm -hmm. like they're like kind of at the top of the hierarchy everyone defers to them the like rest of the apostles really only exist because of the god hand themselves so it's just kind of like damn that's you know an interesting outcome um but i oh don't know it's kind of cool to see sorry i just remembered something from later no that good. i'm trying not to like <laughs> into it because it's kind of spoilers um but yeah it's i can't imagine like having that dropped in my lap and not being like huh like yeah. even if that is my goal like to have a kingdom to, to have like all these powers to be yeah. a to be like top dog you know Uh, for them to be like yeah here it is but like monkey's paw moment you know like Mm. you're gonna be really fucked up but you'll have all of that you'll
0: have everything you ever wanted
1: yeah and it takes a special kind of person to accept that which griffith is you know Mm. like he he is like yeah fuck it i'll do that so it's i don't know there's just a lot happening (laughs) a lot of like going on here
0: and, and it's yeah. like
1: one simple event, but it's there's so many things that can make it up that it's a lot more complicated than that. No,
0: yeah, and and to be fair, like it's hard, kind of hard to analyze parts of this because it it's this isn't the scene in totality, right? Like we're gonna be kind of yeah. ch- like like you know taking this whole scene, this whole section, like piece by piece, and yeah, kind, kind of just trying like, to
1: like at it. <laughs> yeah,
0: because. Because, like, when you read this, like, if you read this, like, straight through, like, personally, you you speed through it. Because you're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, okay, I know he becomes a member of the God Hand. Like, yeah. what happens? So you kind of speed through it more, which is what we're going to kind of do with some of the analysis stuff. Because, like, some of the stuff, like, the, yes, the Eclipse has technically started. Nothing has happened yet. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> so, nothing, so, like, my favorite thing we get out of this is that we did get to see where Rickert was, right? Because we didn't know where Rickert yeah. was up until now. Because, for all we know, he could have been dead just like everybody else, but he's alive. He just saw like the worst thing he's ever seen in his entire life. Um, even though it won't be the worst thing he sees in his entire life. Right. But, yeah. um, this whole section where, you know, I noticed that guts like Griffith tries to speak a few times when mm-hmm. the God hands talking to him, but he can't talk. Like he, all he can do is just kind of like make noises. Like, cause his, yeah. his like throat and stuff is fucked up. So like, like he
1: has his vocal cords but he doesn't have his tongue so like yeah. nothing can really be like formed other than sounds so yeah. he's just making sounds and everyone knows he's like distressed at this point but it's like i don't know like, nobody has figured out a communication method because it's been like less than a day since they busted him out of jail, basically. So they yes. have not had time to sit down and be like, okay, let's work out like a sign. One language, tap means this, like, two system. taps in this. Yeah. Yeah, basically, you know, like, put, put, hold up three fingers if yeah. like, <laughs> you need food or whatever. Oh, you shit, know?
0: you can't like, hold your fingers up. Yeah. Like,
1: oh, yeah. yeah no, it's... yeah. So it would have to be even more different, you know? So, like, yeah, there's just. A lot going on, and the lack of communication is definitely not helping.
0: Yeah, all of that either. It's I I feel like the one the things about these chapters that I do think is impressive, even if you know it's coming, is this is like terrifying. Like this whole, because we we haven't seen this since, like the the reader hasn't seen this since kingman tried to sacrifice his daughter and then he got sucked up yeah. into the whirlpool or whatever right so i like how you always yeah.
1: elevate him to king when he was he's just, a like, count, a count right or yeah count like, counts yeah, man like, count man,
0: <laughs> count man. That for, that, well yeah i guess midland technically only had one king so yeah um, technically and he's fucked up too. yeah he's super he's super fucked up but the count Do
1: not
0: give him um, an egg. yes the, oh shit please don't give him an egg i don't even want to know um like, the whole landscape and how, like, I think Cal mentioned this earlier, but, like, everything shifting around is very, like, mm-hmm. it's, like, this is when, this is my favorite parts of Berserk is when it goes straight horror. Like, this is all just horror. Mm-hmm. Every face is different. Something I noticed reading this is, like, all the faces that make up the ground are also made out of tiny faces. Like, it's yeah. just, like, it's basically hell. Like, it's just, like, screaming souls, like, looking at you and making the worst faces possible. Um And i think we get to see the outside of it a little bit but like from the outside's perspective like it's like this dome basically like you, it's like a, it's like this big like soul nato <laughs> like, like nobody yeah. inside can see and nobody can outside can see what's happening inside like it's the worst thing you could possibly imagine and i thought that, that was really cool how like they did make it like its own separate like world basically especially when they talk about it being an eye because like it's basically and it's so trippy because it doesn't make sense because the moon's all the way up here but it's like making this mm-hmm. dome around this world changing event like I don't know the yeah. the design of that whole arena I think you call it, like the the face arena or whatever yeah is I super a cool
1: <laughs> yes um, no <laughs> yeah no I I love like just how like surreal all of it is and um when you were talking about how each face is different that reminded me i'm gonna send you something in chat really quick (laughs) um but i when i was reading um there were like a couple of interview chapters with Mira, and also like a tribute chapter almost but one of the pictures they had in there was his reference library that he had in his own office and i was looking at it and i was like holy shit no wonder he could draw so many things because he has literally like hundreds of books. I just sent you it in Discord. Yeah. But Oh yeah, um, no,
0: it's it's a ton of like for people who just can't like see the image. Shelves. Yeah. Shelves of like there's even like a few statues and stuff he uses to reference things. Like there's a mm. there's a horse. So that's why he's yes. so good at drawing horses. Yeah. yeah. There's like
1: his I love his office pictures because it's just it's an artist's office. Like mm-hmm. it's full of references. It's full of things you can tell he looks at regularly to draw he has like you know like posable figures he has like rocks and shit on his desk he has like figures and things that he likes around him and like you know like cells from like the anime and shit like he has like all this important shit around him that influences his work and i think it's such like a cool example of like because a lot of people are like you have to, like, make things out of your own head. And this is, like, a constant debate in the art community where, like, mm-hmm. at what point is it, like, plagiarism or whatever? Which, in my opinion, like, I think I've talked about this before, mm-hmm. too. You're always going to be drawing from your from other people when you're creating your yeah. own content. And it's about how you utilize it in your own original art as opposed to, like, you know, you can do practices and copy someone else's work.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like good you to try to do your own thing yeah
1: but as long as you're doing your own thing in the end ultimately and not like you know maybe referencing like several different things that's important we do
0: appreciate you guys for coming through and listening every week we do see yeah um, always the consistent guys who do show up every week we do appreciate y'all and everybody contributing monthly because i feel like that's what's kind of fun about the internet it's still around is that if you do like something even if it's small you can follow it and people will still like you know enjoy it right And I, I mean, Cal, I'll talk to you about this podcast. I was in, like, weird, I don't know, I still feel lost career-wise. I don't really, I, 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 let me, let me tell y'all where I'm at right now. I think work is pointless. That's where I'm at right now. So, it's bad. So, yeah. (laughs) I started, out this pod- I, I started out with this podcast being like, we're going to make so much money off of it. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And after a while, I had to kind of be like myself and go like, that does not sound fun. That is not how you have fun with anything or mm-hmm. how you enjoy something that you want to make work. So I um, do enjoy the people who do enjoy this. And I don't like want to keep being the person who's like, my podcast needs 100,000 listeners or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Because one, that sounds terrifying. And two, that yeah. shouldn't be the measure of like, so how much. yeah it, exactly yeah. it's a lot it, it shouldn't and it shouldn't be the measure of how i see the quality or like how much i like this podcast because i like this podcast because i do it with my friend and because it's about something we like that's the whole point right and it's kind of hard to remind yourself of that when sometimes all life especially in like, America and stuff like that is just about, like, how can I make as much money as fast as possible? Even if it means taking something that was a hobby for me and making it something that I hate more than life itself. So... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's... Yeah. And that's why we always repeat literally, I think literally every week, we're like, this is for fun. This is for our enjoyment. We are glad you guys also enjoy it. This is why we talk so much shit and do whatever we want, because this is... Art, art in a way i guess but we're, we're basically writing like video essays every fucking week yeah unscripted video essays which yeah they're incredibly chaotic but um yeah i know we're we're glad you guys enjoy it um Cheval and i are both at points with our careers too where we're just kind of like jesus christ i did get a job
0: yay. yay
1: um it's not something i'm like gung-ho about necessarily but I am viewing it as a step but like I think Cheval and I are both at points in our careers where we're just kind of like I don't know <laughs> it kind of sucks I don't I don't know what I want to do um but we are glad that we can come here every every time we can <laughs> yeah it's not mm-hmm. as consistent as we would like sometimes but as often as we can and talk about something we enjoy in a capacity that we enjoy and get to share that with you guys hear your feedback um we always enjoy that
0: so it's
1: it's just good to have a small community in some way even if it is just even if it stayed like this for like years or forever that would be fine with me I have a hard time with hard- big audiences, even though, like, I know it would be a good
0: thing. <laughs> yeah, it would. It, it would, listen, it would good, I, And, and but... I feel like th- this is the cool thing about when, I remember when people used to, like, say this about their art, right? It's like, I just want people mm-hmm. to see it. And yeah. I feel like that would be cool. Like, if we had 10,000 listeners, I would be just happy that 10,000 people listen. I'd be like, that's cool. Yeah. A-, a lot of people enjoyed that. But I feel like now a lot of metrics have turned into, oh, I'm happy I have 10,000 listeners because that means I got 10,000 ad listens. And (laughs) that's like, I don't want to live like that anymore. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I think think we're both getting to a point where we are too old and also too anti capitalist to lean into that as hard as we could have possibly earlier in our 20s. We're not we're not on the griffith grind set we do not have a kingdom we're creating we are we're just vibing and we're glad you guys like to vibe with us so
0: yeah yeah no we really appreciate you guys um listen every week and we do want to hear from y'all so um this is the part where i smoothly segue into our contact information yes we are here we go (laughs) So, we, our Gmail is we're unpacking it at gmail.com. Feel free to contact us there with any questions or anything at that, at that uh, Gmail. Our um, Twitter, um, which will be lightly <laughs> updated over time. It, it may not even be called Twitter soon. I don't really give a shit. Um, but it's... let's under it is. Basically, Elon Musk's little pussy ass is trying to force his dumbass ex-brand shit on everything, even though PayPal rejected it the first time he tried to do it 20 years ago. Fucking loser. Um it's- Fuck Elon Musk. Anyway, um, let's underscore unpack underscore it is the shitty um, website. Uh, That's where you can find us on there. Um, Just check there for updates. If we haven't posted in like several weeks, go check there and see what's going on. Um, You can also... Oh, wait, let me just pull up my overlay because everything's on there. You can also check us out. Um... (laughs) On Anchor because we are on Anchor. So Anchor, by the way, for people who don't know, is now Spotify uh, for podcasters. Okay, I forgot about that. Um, but yeah, that. yeah, we the Anchor link still works right now, so it, it still works for now. But we're gonna have to go back and change it and everything. But yeah, you can check us out there. That's a direct feed to our podcast. If you want to listen to it, you can just click in the link in the description, and it takes you to the website. All the podcasts are there. If you're like on a computer and just want to have them going, feel free to do that. Our Instagram um, is Unpack That Pod. We do not have a Threads. We will probably never make a Threads. Uh, sorry, no, we will um, not. No, because
1: that's a hard no. What me. am I,
0: what I? Why the fuck would I go back to Facebook? Are y'all on crack? No, I'm not doing that. Get why out of here. Why go
1: back to Facebook? And why would I go to something that's literally banned in the EU? I
0: mean, yeah, yes, <laughs> it's banned. It's banned in the EU, and it doesn't even have it doesn't even have as many features as Twitter, which is dying right now. So yeah. yeah I, you also Any, can't yeah.
1: like delete your account without deleting your entire instagram yep. too so like it's just all good old tied, and i'm like cool i am about to gut my facebook and be done with that yeah team, honestly uh, i only go on there for my mom if i'm being 100 i,
0: I only mom. go on there for your mom too if we're being real everyone know what's going on with her because my mom don't post on there. shit Doing? Yeah, what's Pam up to? Oh cool, she posted pictures of your brother. That's awesome. Like yeah, yeah like that's so great. That's Mom, it. please don't
1: listen to my podcast if you were
0: on here. Yeah, sorry sorry, sorry Pam. Um, I'm sorry it's for everything i every said. Come here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but you you guys can catch us there. Um, I'm on Twitter at Cheval P. If you want Twitter to be fun for me at all, come talk to me. I mean I otherwise I'm just yelling into the void about not being good at things I want to be good at. <laughs> so and
1: sometimes if you wanna... I like send him a meme reaction image or something yes
0: yes exactly it's
1: about both of our interactions on twitter Um, all my (laughs) all my social media is botanical night if you want to um follow me on anything yes don't feel obligated because i'm not super active on most of it also some of it is not botanical night but that's not stuff y'all need to know about (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah you'll never find my tumblr
0: Yes, oh, and you never find the Tumblr, and unless we move the Tumblr, our Tumblr is um we're unpacking it. Tumblr. Yeah, and our it YouTube has, not been updated, yeah, has, way, has been updated. has so. been updated in a while. Yeah, just just check there. Um, as, sorry, not there. Check our Twitter, check our Instagram, check our YouTube, or or just go directly to our site. That's in the description as well. It'll probably serve you better if you just want to listen to the podcast. Um, yeah. if you're on iPhone or Android now, I think Android also has it. Android had it first, but you can also just make like a little um homepage like app icon if you want to to just go straight to our website for the oh, website cool. so i mean for the episode so Technology. yeah um this is a great episode thank you guys for tuning in um yes the eclipse will be several more episodes and it yes. gets worse than just um demon faces in the sky and uh griffith trying to kill himself so yes. we hope you guys will tune in for the next few episodes um there'll probably be some bunny trails coming y'all's way too we're kind of mm-hmm. we kind of have a couple of those stocked up yeah so, we have a bit of a backlog yeah.
1: on them a little backlog um,
0: on that yeah
1: yeah, we're planning on putting some of those out. We're going to try to be consistent with the eclipse. We said that last time. Mm. Um, I think we'll probably be able to know that I'm on more of a schedule. But also, if there's a little bit of a gap, we apologize. Sometimes yes. life just be like that at, this, <laughs> at the moment. So Literally. it's also summer, which sucks. Summer in Texas sucks. It was like 109 earlier this mm-hmm. week here. And I was like, yeah. And it like, feels in... like 114. And I was like, uh-huh.
0: For context, for people who don't know, um, I filmed this in the hottest room in our house that does not have an AC yeah. unit in it, um, and it gets warmer over time as we're in here, because I have to close yeah. the door so that the cats and dogs don't walk in, I can't hear everything else happening in the house. So, um, yeah, sometimes, guys, in the summer, if you don't hear from us, it's because it's Texas. We are sorry damn Texas is the hottest goddamn place. Texas is hotter than most other places in the world right now. I hate it. I don't like it. Um but it's where, it's where I live right now. So, um, right. it is what it is. So <laughs> yeah. Hopefully um, this
1: is both of our last summer here. but we'll,
0: we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, Tune in next week to, or next week, in yeah, the next episode <laughs> to uh, hear us talk about more clip stuff, more analysis, and more video game garbage that comes out. Um, yeah. I will either be back to complain about Rashid or talk about how awesome he is next time. So I'll, I'll tell you guys. Uh, probably both. Yeah, probably both. Probably both. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll catch you guys right. next time. See
1: ya. Game, Game over! over.